Welcome back. This is week six, episode six, actually, of the Walking Well podcast. This month, we are talking about loving your body. So last week, I talked to you guys about my journey to body love, right? And a little bit about how I've um, overcome self-esteem issues, hating my body, to loving the body that God has given me and really enjoying it and celebrating it and giving you a little bit of insight into how I made that, that transition over. Today, I'm super excited to fulfill another aspect of the Walking Well vision, which is to bring amazing, skillful women um, onto the podcast to sort of show you how to walk through other things, things that they've walked through as far as um, life seasons, body image, overcoming um, challenges, all that good stuff. So today, I have one of my sweet, good friends, Sonora Noble, on, um, and I'm super excited that she gets to share with you um, about her wellness journey, um, and because wellness is a part of loving your body and loving your body well, right? So without further ado, Sonora Noble, if you wouldn't mind just telling us a little bit about who you are um, and how you've come to this point in your life. Well, hello, beautiful people. (laughs) (laughs) Good people. Um, Well, um, my name is Sonora, as you said before already. Um, So kind of a little background as far as um, my relationship with God, how it kind of became the way it is now. Mm -hmm. Um, When I was in middle school, I went to church, but I didn't have a relationship with God. It was more so um, kind of just went for the social aspect of it, wanting to be with friends, wanting to just hang out. It was a great way to just be out with my friends. Um, A little, once I, once I matured and got older, um, there was um, a time when I was in my my 12th grade year, I had I'm gone to church and the pastor was just talking about having a relationship with God. Now, I always knew God. I've always loved God, but I didn't understand what it meant to have a relationship with him. And so I think at that point, there's kind of a revelation of heart saying, hey, um, this this God or this Jesus wants to have a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And um, at that point, that's when I really had a foundational relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And so um, growing older... Um, Throughout, um, throughout time, just kind of growing and having a deeper relationship with him. Um, he was definitely with me throughout hygiene school. If I didn't mention, I am a dental hygienist, <laughs> so I clean teeth for a living. Um, a lot of other things, too. We don't just clean teeth. <laughs> but um, anyhow, um, just um, just, throughout, just throughout time and just kind of growing with him, knowing who I am, kind of um, finding um, myself uh, through him. And um, being able to just be where I am right now. So you got saved uh, when you were about... When I was about 20 years old. So um, I know it kind of sounds like kind of fishy because I said 12th grade. Because that's kind of like... The numbers, they don't match up. The numbers don't match. No, so yes. So I was 18. And the reason why I say 20 is because when, um, when I... Um, during that 18, during that kind of senior year, going into college, it was more of that, still that transition of, I have a relationship with Jesus. However, I'm just going to go to events and that's going to define my relationship. Well, fun Jesus. Yeah. So (laughs) fun Jesus. We get to know the fun side of Jesus first. And, um, so yeah, so I would say I gave my life to Christ when I was 18, but I feel like 
that developed that developed relationship with him was when it was about three years ago when I was 20 years old. And that's when I think more the light kind of clicked on as to the purpose mm. more than just the kind of um, religious part of it, I guess you can say. And um, just kind of walking through that and realizing that and just kind of growing and knowing that, you know, you've never... You're never going to just arrive and say, oh, I just know Jesus now. I'm great. But um, know that there's going to be obstacles throughout um, throughout your way. There's going to be things that are going to come. But know that you have a relationship with Jesus. And that's, you know, that's why he's there. Mm-hmm. That's why he's there for you. So as it relates to body image, because mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about this month, how would you describe your body type or your body? Okay, this is very interesting because <laughs> I know we had like a, I, I remember, um, um, talking to you about this just because I, I was I was talking about it, but I were, I would describe my body as um, that it has character, mm-hmm. like a house. It has character. <laughs> it has character. It has its you know it has its um, it has its beautiful flaws, as I would say. Mm-hmm. And um, um, I love every nook and cranny of it. Um, I think one thing that was um, reiterated to me a lot as a child is that I was beautiful. My mom, my aunts, my dad would always just say, Snora, you're beautiful. And I think for that, that really helped to define um, define my body as, okay, my body's beautiful. That's, mm-hmm. that's what they said. And um, so I've just always had that mindset. Mm-hmm. And when um, things would, I think... Um, I knew my body had character, I would say. When, <laughs> when um, I, I knew my body had character when people would point things out. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people would probably see this in a negative light, but now looking at it, I'm like, oh, but now I realize that it, it's this. So um, I think for me, um, always being either the taller kid, mm-hmm. you know, the um, the the thicker girl, I guess you would say, I was like, Oh, I guess my body has character. You know, mm-hmm. my, my body has I'm some different. Kind of, yeah. I'm different. I have mm-hmm. some kind of definition. Mm-hmm. And, um, I thought that was really different because, um, living in Texas, when, um, living in Texas, like elementary school through middle school, it was very multicultural. You saw bodies of every different type. You saw nationalities of, of, of every nationality. Mm-hmm. And so as far as being different or things being pointed out, it was very like, like it was very kind of like you know a dog like when you're about to treat and they kind of turn your head to the side like (laughs) treat you're gonna give me treat what's that (laughs) and um it wasn't until i came to florida that i noticed there was a difference Mm -hmm. there was definitely a difference kind of um i know um on a podcast that you're talking about earlier as far as being um a black girl in a white in a white world that was kind of my realization i came to florida Mm -hmm. you know being in texas and um being in texas around different different cultures i didn't see body i didn't see color i didn't see all those things but coming you know um coming here and then going to a predominantly white school and a school that was really much so into athletics and things like mm-hmm. that whereas with my school in texas it was all about the liberal arts mm-hmm. it was all about band it was all different about emphasis the, completely yeah, yes completely different you know i was in um I was in choir and, you know, I was a part of that, you know, the choir nerd. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was all of that. Mm-hmm. And then you had the band, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And so, you know, coming here and then it was all about athletics, football, things like that. It was definitely different. And it was definitely different. And um, so I think at that time I kind of looked at other people like, oh, okay, there's a lot of this, a mm-hmm. lot of this kind of body type going on. There's a lot of only this color here. Mm-hmm. But it was more so, I think, as far as pertaining to body, you know, the very slim and mm-hmm. slim and tall kind of like, I don't want to say volleyball, just tall, mm-hmm. just tall look. Mm-hmm. 
And um, that's when I noticed, oh, okay, my body is different. Mm -hmm. But I never thought of it, oh, my body is not as great. But, Mm -hmm. oh, my body has character. It's different from her. Mm -hmm. And so um, I would have to say maybe I pride myself a little bit. (laughs) It's like, oh, I don't look like everyone else. But it was definitely definitely, um, a difference. And it kind of made me realize that um, um, it kind of made me realize that I do have different different things going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a thicker this, you know, I, but, um, I think all, always the main, the foundation of it is that because I was, because I was re reiterated as far as being beautiful and knowing that, okay. And you know, um, um, you're, I don't know, just the word you're beautiful that you're, you know, we love you. I see you mm-hmm. don't think that, you know, and, um, those things, it kind of was easy for me to be like, oh, okay, I don't, you know, I, I'm good. I'm good. I, I know, I know that, I know that I'm beautiful because my mom, my dad, the important people, <laughs> I say that I'm beautiful. So that's okay. About. Yeah. They co-sign. They co-sign. Yes. I'm good. <laughs> yes. That's so. cool though. So it sounds like that your, your upbringing really set a foundation for true worth, true beauty, not anything external. It's we, like you said, I see you. And so mm-hmm. you are what's valuable. You're what's, what's beautiful. Um, so how did your upbringing affect like your health and as far as what healthy is eating what are what are, are there emphasis given is there emphasis given to health and eating right and exercising as far as growing up in your house what was that like so with um <laughs> so funny so um in my house so my mom my mom is asian mm-hmm. and um guamanian which is like islander and my dad's black mm-hmm. so it's two like base both cultures love to eat mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> both cultures love to eat whether it's korean food wh- whether it's guamanian food whether it's soul food yes lord <laughs> um you know food was always a big um gathering it was something that brought us together mm-hmm. and so health was not a it was a gathering that brought us together was it okay guys we're gonna bring this food together but first we need it it was more so like um like i remember now wow just click click and so (laughs) i remember now that i think about this my mom would make dinners and we'd have four different types of meat Mm. (laughs) so we have i remember we had brisket chicken neck what was it oxtails and so you know just every Every, it was a feast. It was a feast. And so now that I think about it, you know, it was definitely f- food was something we could come together and enjoy to be with each other. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely living to eat. Mm-hmm. Definitely living to eat kind of thing. Um, so different uh, financial seasons kind of determine as far as, you know, what what foods we can eat. So, for example, if, um, if you know, like as a college kid, if you're on a tight budget, you're going to go towards ramen. the ramen. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to go towards it. So it kind of depended on our season as well. Yeah. You know, but the thing is that kind of like we, f- we fed whatever, as far as whatever season that was, we fed our hunger. Mm. We fed our hunger. So um, if we were at a, I guess a good financial season, then we go, we're going to be sure we're going to have crabs. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that having crab, well, like eating crabs, yeah. and so eating it brought us together. It was kind of like it was kind of like our our love was through food, mm-hmm. which is very interesting. But um, um, as I got older, becoming more independent, you kind of look at what you're eating. Mm-hmm. At, but I didn't. The thing is that I never looked at food as a nutritional at the nutritional value. I looked at it more. Of, I just need to eat less of it. Mm-hmm. So if I'm gonna eat fried chicken. I'm going to eat less of the fried chicken. 
I ain't gonna go back for a second plate. I'll stick with my one. But this one is gonna be packed to the max. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna get taken care of with On this, this one, one plate. With this so one I don't plate. have to go back. <laughs> yes. So you gotta be resourceful. <laughs> be sure you get every crack and crevice of the plate. <laughs> is it full? Then we're good. Okay. Okay, all right. We can go to our table now. And um, you know, but I think it was like, okay, all right, so I'm going to eat McDonald's, but only once today. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, not that I ate McDonald's every single day. It's just, you know, kind of looked at that, and didn't, but didn't look at the nutritional value. So that was never mm-hmm. a, that was a not, that was not anything that our family ever looked at, but food definitely brought us together. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever someone had a birthday, whenever um, there was an anniversary, so any kind of celebration, it's like, okay, we're going to barbecue in the yard. Mm-hmm. Barbecue, <laughs> and, um, having a barbecue in the yard, if it was my grandmother's birthday, or my mom's birthday, or uh, my brother's, or my cousin's come together celebrate eat food and especially being from different cultures too you have different food so it's not like your palate ever goes bland Mm -hmm. you know you always have Have something you have something whether it's that kimchi whether it's that boogie whether it's you know stuff like that it's your your palate never is not satisfied (laughs) (laughs) has plenty to choose from yes so on the i guess food train (laughs) you've recently over the past Within the past year, actually. Yes, I am. Kind of gone through an entire lifestyle overhaul. Overhaul. So can you sort of talk a little bit about that? Like, what have you done? What's changed? Why? Okay. Um, um, so um, last year, um, at the end of last year, was um, I was at a New Year's party and we did a little vision board, vision board at the end. And now... So we're taking things from magazines, cutting things out, putting them on a vision board, prayed over the vision board and things like that. So in a small little corner mm-hmm. to the left, now that I look at my vision board, mm-hmm. I had this little section that said, like, being healthy. And mm-hmm. I think I had, um, um, I think I had, you know, some bullet points under that, what that being healthy looked like. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't pay any mind to it at all. It was just more so, oh, I think I'm going to be healthy this year. Mm-hmm. So I, the, at the beginning of January... Um, our pastor was kind of, um, well, my pastor was kind of going into detail as far as future generations. And I don't, I've heard about, I've heard, um, uh, several, several, uh, several messages as far as future generations, but it wasn't until then I was like, hold on. Like, um, I, I thought to myself, hold on, wait, I want to be able to live to see my generations. Okay. I'm going to live to see my generations. I know that. Mm -hmm. I was like, but wait, Sonora, your body has to be in full function for that. Mm -hmm. And I think a part of that is that we need to do internal overhaul as far as being healthy so that you can go play with your grandchildren, go play with your children, have that energy to take them out and do what, do what they like, but also not just doing what they like, but be in the moment, Mm -hmm. not feel like, you know, your, your energy is down or kind of like, kind of just kind of chugging along yeah Yeah. hard to breathe um going up you know going to the school with them and kind of having to stop halfway you know Mm -hmm. I need some time to do this it's just um I was like wait those are hindrances Mm -hmm. and then he was also talking about your body working in um um, perfect function and that was something like does my body really work in perfect function snore questions I had to ask myself Mm -hmm. um going up the stairs and I was like are you out of breath yeah you are that's mm-hmm. not normal. Mm-hmm. That's not how your body's supposed to function. Mm-hmm. There would be nights where I would yawn and I feel like this, like this, 
person just sat on my chest. Mm. And I was like, no, Sonara, that, that's not normal. That's not how your, mm. that, how your body's um, supposed to function. And just sometimes, you know, sitting down too long and then getting back up and your equilibrium's off so you get dizzy and things like that. I was like, well, that's not, okay. that's not, <laughs> no, that's not to full function yeah. either. And I think looking at those things, I was like, you know what, even though I was told as I was younger throughout my whole life, you're beautiful, I see you, there there are things going on internally that we need to fix. There are things that are going on internally that if God has made you to work in full function, Mm -hmm. but you're not working in full function, then there's something that we need to rewire something Mm -hmm. that, you know, we need to get our gears back into order. Mm -hmm. So, um, to go, go, going back to the question, as far as what are um, some things that I changed. So at that beginning of the year, once I had that, that revelation, as far as, okay, we're going to do this. Um, I started working out Mm -hmm. and, um, at that time I also decided to go vegan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so it was definitely a huge overhaul. And I think for me, I was like, you know, if we're going to, if we're going to do it, let's just do it a hundred percent. And I think for me, I was like, just, I think vegan was kind of just there. I was like, okay, let's, let's try it. I've never Mm -hmm. tried before. I've never taken out all meat. I've never taken out all of my dairy. Let's Mm -hmm. kind of see what that looks like. And so, um, I started doing some workout classes and also, um, being vegan. And I think within that first month I lost 30 pounds. Mm. Okay. And, um, I'm kind of, where were you before as far as like, was 30 pounds bringing you to like skin and bones? Was uh, 30 pounds, like 30 pounds you needed to lose. Um, 30 pounds was just something that happened to happen <laughs> because I think be, um, when I went, okay. The mindset that I had as far as going into, I guess, losing weight was more so like, I want to internally be healthy. So mm-hmm. I think losing weight was kind of just kind of a, uh, um, something that a byproduct. Yeah. A byproduct, a side effect that came with it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, as far as, uh, weight wise, if we want to be medically correct. <laughs> so I, there was, um, I was, um, on Google one mm-hmm. day and I decided, you know, to kind of put my weight in, put my BM and then I found out what my BMI was. Mm-hmm. I did, um, I didn't realize what it was. I think it's like bass, uh, body, mass, body mass. Yeah. Body mass index. And I was like, okay, so let's see what this is about. Let's put in your height and let's see your weight. And I was like, baby, you, you morbidly obese. <laughs> <laughs> and, and for me, when I saw that, I giggled because I was like, that's weird. That's a weird word <laughs> to say. <laughs> it was funny. It was, it was funny for funny to me because when I hear the word morbid, I think of, I just think of grotesque, like okay. just, oh, okay. And then obese, under, I understood that meant really overweight. Mm-hmm. So when... So it was like so, a wake up call. Like, yeah. It was really, a, really, 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 really. Yeah. You really, to get really, this together. Yeah. So definitely the 30 pounds was definitely a huge, um, accomplishment as far as, and, um, within those 30 days. But when I saw that, it also told me, wow, so where, look at where we've gotten to. Mm-hmm. Look at where we've, you know, um, within these 20 years, or 23 years, I'm sorry, where, um, this is where we're at. Mm-hmm. This is where we're at. And I think almost, I feel like, was I blinded this whole time? Mm-hmm. Like, did I not understand it? Of course, I, I think ex- having the comfortability externally was fine, you know. But then it kind of made me think at the same time that, wow, um... I really got myself here, mm. you know, I really got myself here, especially, um, not, not looking, not like just not understanding. Oh, I didn't realize that that was a problem. Mm. I didn't know that weight height, you know, 
you can tell where you are health wise. Yes, where I am health wise. And it's so and it's so ridiculous because it's like I have some I have many family members that are in the medical field Mm. and things like that. And it's not that they never told me. You know? Of course there's things that you kinda know, but I think also too knowing those things, but then just um, knowing those things but feeling but knowing that your family's always gonna love you unconditionally and things like that. It's like mm-hmm. y'all are the only important people in my life. And you guys haven't said I'm morbidly obese. So, so I'm good. Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything must be fine. Mm-hmm. But I think definitely that was also another um that was a um another uh thing that I had that had that had kind of like put me into the gear as well as mm-hmm. far as um trying to plant that seed of uh, plant that seed of okay, that need I need to I need to make a lifestyle change. Definitely a lifestyle change. But so yeah, the thirty um, losing losing that weight was definitely a, a step in the right direction. Definitely a step in the right direction. So when I did lose, when I did get to that thirty pound goal, I kind of got to a standstill mm-hmm. or a plateau, mm-hmm. a plateau, and I decided, okay, I'm going to join the gym. Now, it wasn't really um, <laughs> the one thing for me, especially going into this journey, you have to have a plan of action. Definitely have a, have a plan of action. And for me, going into the gym, I didn't have a plan of action. Mm-hmm. Um, I would walk in and just kind of lollygag. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I see that person doing that machine. It looks like it's working this. So I think I'm going to go ahead and follow them and kind of follow suit. Mm-hmm. And um, just leaving there not not feeling like I accomplished accomplish anything really mm-hmm. that I felt like I accomplished anything. So during that time I also felt a little bit discouraged. Mm. And so as far as like my eating and things like that, it didn't get bad. It's just I would just not eat that much or, mm. you know, but tweak other things. So it was like, okay, I'm gonna make up for this by not doing this. Mm. So it wasn't a great mindset. Now and then um after that I after yeah, after I've gotten to once I was at that plateau and um I was like, okay, I can't, I can't, um, I'm not going anywhere from this. I had to sit down and do a whole, um, I guess, haul in the brain as far as, okay, so we need to get back to why we're doing this. Because mm-hmm. I felt like now I was kind of not battling, but kind of going in between A and B, like, okay, Snora, if you're not going to work out, then you don't need to eat that much. Mm-hmm. All right, Snora, we are eating a little bit more, so you got to go to the gym five days a mm-hmm. week. So now being, you know, after going to the gym and realizing, you know, that wasn't, I don't want to say for me, but because I didn't have that plan of action, um, I was like, okay, so we need to go another route. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> currently now I'm just starting to do some like training and things like that to kind of better, better help me. Cause I've noticed now being at that plateau and even though I've changed the way that I'm eating, I noticed that I need to push my body a little bit harder past mm-hmm. its limits because it's like, okay, I've lost all this weight, but now it's like, okay, Snore, what are we going to do to kind of even push it harder? Mm-hmm. So, so basically like achieve that next level or however much weight you want to lose mm-hmm. now going forward um, or just whatever the next healthy yeah, whatever, goal yeah, whatever, is. Yeah, whatever the, okay, what, okay so Snore, like what is, what's next for our body? So we're mm-hmm. not, and it's not necessarily I want to see drastic pound change, but I want to be able to see a change in my body as far as strength. Mm. Cause I know that, um, I was like, I know that my body can achieve great things, mm-hmm. not physically, but the, not physically as far as appearance, mm-hmm. but physically in the sense of strength. Mm-hmm. What it can do. Yeah, what it can do. I can, can I run faster? Mm-hmm. You know, can I um, jog faster? Can I do more push ups? Can I do more sips? Can I do, you know, more jumping jacks and mm-hmm. things like that? It's like, I know my body can do all these great things. Mm-hmm. Let's explore to get to those things. So that's what I'm excited about. That's really cool. That's a really cool sort of paradigm shift because it, 
you're starting to see your body more as an instrument mm-hmm. as opposed to like just I have this body and I do what I want with it. But like it's an exciting thing to think of like, oh, this is an endeavor. I can see, you know, can I run a mile? Can I run two miles? What? How strong can I be? Like really pushing the limits and seeing what you're capable of. And that's such a cool idea. That's a really cool concept to sort of switch your brain into. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so you've talked about this journey. So have you had any low points, any struggles, any challenges, and how have you dealt with those? No, it's been hunky-dory throughout. No, <laughs> it's been no. great. I'm a winner. <laughs> yeah, I'm a winner every single day. <laughs> no, definitely, definitely. So during that time when I had that plateau, mm-hmm. there were, um, I definitely had some times of just feeling just disappointed and just kind mm-hmm. of wanted to just not go backwards necessarily, but just be like, you know what, um, we've gotten here, Sonora. Hey, at least you, you know, you lost it, you know, mm-hmm. good run. But then <laughs> at the same time, I was like, no, mm-hmm. my, I knew for myself, I was like, no, you can, you can do more. Mm-hmm. You can push yourself. So what I would do is that whenever I got those points where kind of, where I would kind of just be where, um, kind of, I guess, not disappointed where I, where I got to a place where it's like, okay, can I, I don't, I've. Dis- yeah, disappointed myself to where I what I took a step back somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I didn't eat well that day or something. I would sit in my room and first I would um, gather my thoughts and sense. Okay, Sonora, we did this. Mm-hmm. So whether it's eating bad or whether it was not going um, not going to the gym or you know not working out or stuff like that, I'm like, okay, we did that. We did it. I mean, okay, we did not do that today. What can we do next? Mm-hmm. Where can we go from here? How are we going to prosper, Sonora? How are we going to move forward from this? You know that you're great. At that time, it, at that time, it was like, okay, so you need to have mercy for yourself mm-hmm. because we know we're going to make mistakes. We know we're not going to do so great, but know why we did, we're doing this in the first place. Mm-hmm. Are you doing this for looks? Are you doing this so that you can get to that goal weight, that goal body? Are mm-hmm. you doing this because you're trying to impress others? Mm-hmm. No you're you're doing this because you want to be able to have that energy to be able to live to to see your generations to be with them and mm-hmm. um um to grow with them healthy mm-hmm. why okay mm-hmm. um and so kind of you know reversing my mind that way really said okay so we can get up we can do this mm-hmm. we got we got this and not in a fake way but to because i rerouted myself and went back to that foundation it made it easier to turn that mm-hmm. way um definitely having um some foundational um, scriptures Philippians 4:13 is definitely something that I had um, always just stood strong by because like where does my strength come from mm-hmm. you know it mm-hmm. definitely doesn't come from myself because if it doesn't come from myself because you know I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this way right now mm-hmm. who who does it stem from and looking at that and knowing that Jesus is my strength and will always be he's my provider and all of these things mm-hmm. it kind of lets you know oh it's our you you, you, you don't have, you have, the thing is that we have the ability. Mm-hmm. You have the ability to be able to run a faster mile. You have the ability to be able to do more steps, push-ups, jumping jacks, whatever it may be. And it's like, God has given you the tools. God gives you the strength. He's given you the ability. So you have to have faith that you can do those mm-hmm. things. And then you have to also give your give yourself mercy to be like, it's okay that you fell. Mm-hmm. It's okay that you fail, and it's also okay for you to get back mm-hmm. up and keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's really awesome because um, that mercy piece is so big. It's so big to Very just big. allow yourself the room to, to mess up and mm-hmm. scuff your knee, but also to give yourself permission mm-hmm. to get back up. Because I think sometimes we think we've disqualified ourselves and we just might as well quit. We might as well like throw in the whole towel, mm-hmm. baby with bathwater, go, you know. Um, but to, to say that my, my slip is not 
um, now a, like a pink slip. Like I can't keep going. I have to quit. Um, and something else that you, you've mentioned before is that you're turning around a ship that's been going in a direction for 23 years. Like, can you give yourself a little bit of grace? <laughs> you've been on this journey. You've had tremendous success. You've made tremendous progress. Okay, you slipped. You've been going in this direction for so long. Give yourself some time and some room to to turn it around. You're not going to have a perfect attendance record. It's just, it's okay. You know, a mess up is all right. Um, and that's huge. It's huge in any sort of change and overhaul period. But especially when you're dealing with something tangible like weight. Um, where you're like, I see that I messed up. I see the pounds coming back. I'm bloated. You know, it's so important to give yourself that grace and that mercy. Um, so those were your challenges. What have been some of your successes? Oh, some of my successes. Um, I think one, uh, one of my, I think major successes is definitely seeing my, um, seeing my body change in this sense of being able to read my body. Mm. Um, I love, um, I love, well, I don't love it, but I, whenever I eat something that is not usually in my diet anymore, mm-hmm. I'm able to read it better. Like, I think there was one time where I decided, no, I'm just go ahead and have a burger. Mm-hmm. And because mm. <laughs> during that month of, you know, being vegan and then even, um, during, even, um, during the week that I kind of plateaued and I was kind of off just those little things like that red meat or, you know, what have you, it's still, it's, it, I was like, Oh, my stomach kind of feels different. You mm-hmm. know, I'm feeling a little bit nauseated. I know that's not normal. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely able to read my body, which allowed me to, um, also, um, also say, okay, yeah, we do need to keep on this track. Cause now I'm noticing things that this needs to go in the waste pile. This mm-hmm. is something that we need to keep. Mm-hmm. Um, another kind of, um, not out that the words not out loud and outlandish, but kind of like oh okay that's a thing too. It's kind of a, um, a side um, a side effect is like when you when you're exercising things. For me, I don't ever see my weight coming off, mm. but I notice that a lot of other, other people, people usually see it, and they'll um, they'll you know say oh sorry you look like you lose weight so on so forth like oh praise God I mm-hmm. you know it's just kind of like that because like oh okay yeah that is that's something cool. that's, that's cool. Um, one of my friends um, had told me which I didn't notice before, or which which I didn't know how to take it before, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is very interesting. It's like, wow, Sonora, you look like you've lost a whole other person. And when she said that, I two things went through my <laughs> mind, actually. No, actually, no, let's say three. One, I love you, friend. Um, <laughs> two, two was like, wow, I didn't realize, you know, I was that overweight. Mm-hmm. And then three was, wow, I did, I did, lose a whole nother person. I lost a, um, a, a totally different train of mindset at the mm-hmm. time, you know, living, living to just eat and consume, mm-hmm. um, uh, losing, losing, um, the, the shortness of breath, mm-hmm. the, the yawning and then feeling like, you know, mm-hmm. there's a heavy table on my chest, you know, all those things. And I was, I was happy. I was relieved. I was like, wait, well, yeah, I didn't lose a whole mm-hmm. another person because I was a whole different mindset at the time, mm-hmm. a whole different way of living. And it wasn't, it wasn't that way at all mm-hmm. anymore. And so, um, definitely those have been positives. And I think the more that I'm on this journey, I'm sure that I'm going to, there's going to be even more things that I realize that about myself, things that I'm like, Oh, I can, I'm able to do this now, Mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm able Mm -hmm. to run this long now. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's definitely, um, kind of a everyday thing, maybe just little things I do encounter that before was like, Oh, this was a struggle, but Mm -hmm. now it's not anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those are just a couple of the um, positive, I guess you would say, as far as what I've experienced throughout my journey. That's really good. I like the idea of sort of that relationship with your body shifting to where 
I kind of run my body to the ground and eat what I want and do what I want, you know, to listening to your body and taking cues and, you know, saying, wow, okay, so you need more sleep or you need more water or we cannot do red meat anymore. That's out, you know, and just taking those cues and sort of allowing your body to tell you, this is what I need. This is what I don't like. Don't feed me this (laughs) because I will cut up, you know, and just listening to that and sort of falling into more of a harmonious rhythm with your body and how it was made and what it needs and what it doesn't want. Um, So for someone that feels like, man, I would love to start such an overhaul as you have endeavored to begin and have seen success from, but I feel super overwhelmed. Like my number is huge. I've been going this way for so long. I have high blood pressure. I'm on medication or whatever, what have you. Um, What would you say to that person? I would say, I would tell them, you know, have faith. Mm -hmm. It is achievable. It's Mm -hmm. definitely achievable. And then after I've, after just talking with them and encouraging them, then sit down as far as the practical part of it. Mm -hmm. Now for me, you know, even though I have this goal on my vision board, you know, wanting to lose weight and, um, I even have the revelation in my heart. Okay. I want to, you know, I want to be able to see my future generations and things like that. I had to sit down also and do a plan, make Mm -hmm. a plan of action. Um, If you're someone that, you know, has, you know, different systemic diseases and things like that, uh, you know, always consult your doctor Mm -hmm. and things like that, being sure that, you know, it is something that whatever you do, whatever goal you do have in mind, that it's feasible. Yeah, it's feasible for yourself. Be sure that you're doing it for the right reason. Mm -hmm. What is the, what is the reason behind it? For me, I could, for me, if I were to look at it in a worldly view, as far as, I want to look like this body type. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to have these kind of curves, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. It would, it would kind of fizz out really fast mm-hmm. because maybe God didn't intend for your body to be like that. You know, mm-hmm. maybe God didn't, maybe he didn't intend for your, your hips to look like that, for your shoulders to look that way. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's a beautiful part of it too, because you're unique. You're mm-hmm. not everyone else. God's made you specifically for you. Mm-hmm. And so you making sure that the heart is right behind it. For me, it was health, um, health wise. Um, for others, it may be losing weight, but let's not. Don't make it a comparative kind of thing. Mm, to good. where we're trying to compare it to where, well, my body's not good enough mm-hmm. because it doesn't look like this. My body's not good enough mm-hmm. because I don't have you know that feature. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it as you know what the Lord has blessed me with a body with a temple. And there are some things that I've done to get me to a place to where I, you know, I'm struggling to do this. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not able to do these things. So how are we going to put it back onto the full function in which God wants it to be? At? That's good. That's exactly how the mindset that you need to have mm-hmm. with it. Because when you put it back onto that, that, that track of, okay, I want to put it on the flow of which God has functioned it to be. It's going to make it so much easier because you've already have that foundation. Whenever you do get into a place to where you feel um, like you're, you're slacking or things like that, you're going to be able to not derail, but be like, Oh wait, but I know the Lord has called me this and I have, I can have mercy mm-hmm, for myself mm-hmm. in these areas. So definitely that having that staple foundation. And then again, going back to the practical for me, I had to set out a plan as far as my meals and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, have people around you that are going to encourage you that are only going to lift you up to, um, um, lift you up as far as, um, saying, you know, you got this. And also, for me, uh, during this journey, one of my close friends were actually kind of helping each other as far as losing weight. You know, having having that workout buddy, I mm-hmm. guess people would say. That really helped me. And um, 
just, yeah, just continuing, continuing to do it little by little. Mm. It didn't, it, the same way, the, um, the same time it took for you to get to where you're at right now is kind of going to be the same. It's going to be the same kind of journey trying to revert back. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna, unfortunately it's not going to happen overnight, Mm -hmm. but just little by little and not having, again, not having that sense of, um, sense of, um, I don't want sense of urgency in the, um, it's gotta happen now. It's gotta happen now. Mm -hmm. It's going to just have so much relief off of you Mm -hmm. because you're going to be like, okay, I'm doing, I'm first of all, we're doing this the right way Mm -hmm. and we're doing it God's way Mm -hmm. for the right reasons, the right way and for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Oh, there was so much good stuff. (laughs) There's so many good things. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Especially the comparative piece. Because I think even in talking last week about finding body love to have that foundation first of, I have a good body and it works the way that God is, you know, it's it's got everything that it needs to work the way that God has intended it to work. Now, I may have mismanaged that, but it's not a bad body. I have, you know, I have a good body and I don't need to compare it to someone else's to try to get what they have. I need to really find my rhythm and my lane as far as loving my body and what it's capable of and what it needs to look like and what it's what's healthy for it. You know, I think that was one of the things that I really um, had to learn when I was trying to lose a bunch of weight and have a different body. It was like, yo... My body is not going to respond and snap back and look like somebody else's body. That's what's not going to happen. So you need to adjust your expectations, but also just start with loving what you have and just wanting to steward it better. Um, It was just so, so good. So good. And you're having a good why and knowing that that's really a good anchor that everything else, the comparison and um, the wanting to have a body like somebody else, it's not. It's not going to hold you like you need to have a, a long term why. And it, I think it's really beautiful that your why is others, which is so cool, because um, even when you were when you first started out and you're working out and you're posting pictures on social media, that was your hashtag live to see my generations, you know, and it's not really about you, even though it is like your motivation is I want to be there for my kids, which I, you don't have like you don't you know, you're not married, you don't have a family yet. But in this in this way, you're like, hey, I want to be good to you. And so goodness in your life and mine to be here and to be present and to not just be here and not really being able to be here, be here, you know, but to really be able to be an active participant in my, my kids' lives and my grandkids' lives and, you know, and do all that that means for them is beautiful. Because I, I think our generation doesn't, we're not so great at that sort of long-term stuff sometimes. So um, that's so, so good. Such, such good stuff. Such good stuff. And so many great practical tips that you can use and employ immediately you know you did some pretty drastic stuff hopping into veganism (laughs) off the jump after enjoying crabs and things (laughs) and eating around food you know so you took some drastic measures but I think the things that you said are there you can easily employ those things with preparation and having a plan and not getting discouraged if and when you fall off and so it's a lot of good stuff do you have anything else any other like tips tricks things to know any sort of parting Hmm. gifts parting gifts (laughs) some parting gifts some parting tricks um tips now i just want to tell everyone that you are beautiful Mm -hmm. the way that god's created you if you've gotten yourself into um, a a situation to where you do need to steward yourself into a different direction health you know health um, health wise just know found the foundation as far as who you are Mm -hmm. That is the most important thing, knowing who you are, because at the end of the day, when you when you when you come home, when your doors are closed and you're away from your friends, you're you know, you're away from your um, your family, you start you have that me time with Jesus. Do you 
do you know who you are? Mm-hmm. Do you know what Jesus, call, what God calls you? Mm-hmm. You know, he calls me beautiful. He calls me brave. He, call, mm-hmm. he calls me lovely. Mm-hmm. The, and these are all great, beautiful things. Mm-hmm. So know that about yourself. And there may, um, there may be, there may be different there may be different situations that will that um, that come your way. As far as like for me, there are different hindrances throughout my journey, and that they're going to come. You're going to get disappointed at times. Mm-hmm. You're going to fall sometimes, mm-hmm. but it's okay. You can get back up. So just reiterating, you know, reiterating those things are beautiful. Um, you're going to be okay. There's going to be there's going to be pitfalls, but know that you that um, that you can give yourself grace. Have some mercy for mm-hmm. yourself. It's mm-hmm. it's okay that if you fall and get back up and. Do it little by little, little by little, little, little by, by little, little, and achieve and achieve and achieve those things. Um, it's obtainable. It's doable. God, He's He's made your body. Your body has so much capability, mm-hmm. so much capability to do such, such amazing things. So that's all that I could that I can leave. It's great stuff. <laughs> oh, little by little, it's great stuff, man. So. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Sonora, for your beautiful words of wisdom and all those pearls of goodness. Um, so next week, we will continue this talk on loving your body and all the different facets and ways that you can do that. So be sure to tune in. I'll be looking forward to um, walking well with you again. Bye, guys.